I'm guessing over Baby Yoda. It's funny, last night, I was sitting there at like, I think 10, and I was like, aren't I meant to be doing something right now? And I sat there for a little while and I couldn't think of it. I'm like, oh well, guess I'll watch an episode of Mandalorian. I don't really feel like editing a video. I've already released and finished a video for the day. I'm just gonna watch the Mandalorian. And so like, two episodes of Mandalorian, two times speed of course, for me to go, wait a second, I haven't done the clips for my clips channel. And like, I look at the clock and it's like 10, 30, 11. I'm like, ah, shit. It's called the Baby Yoda Show. I'm more interested in the Mandalorian than I am Baby Yoda. I mean, the cuteness of Baby Yoda could only go so far. I'm kind of sick of Baby Yoda. I'm not, I'm not sick of him necessarily, but like, do something, you know? The dynamic of the father caring for his little child is more interesting to me than the dynamic of the little child being cared for by his father, kind of thing. Like, I think, I think the dynamic in general is cute, but I just mean, the Mandalorian is the more interesting character to me. Watching stuff at faster speed. How do you watch videos at two times speed? The video, uh, the voice gets so distorted. No, they don't. Two times speed is when I'm not completely focused on something. I can do three times speed if it's just English and I'm focused on it. Yeah, maybe it is something you just get used to over time. You know, you go to 1.2 times speed for a couple of weeks and you move to 1.5 and then you just get used to it, I guess. I, I, I can't remember if there was a gradual process of me ramping up to two times speed. Uh, I've just been doing it for as far back as I can remember. Making content for non-native English speakers. Saluge. Hello, Matter. You assume I watch. I'm French. I don't understand everything you say. Despite that, I'm never bored. I, I never get bored. Congrats on the 100,000 followers on your clips channel. Thank you. My accent is, I imagine, terrible for people who aren't native English speakers. Over time, I've definitely gotten better. I enunciate better. But like, take for example that dream clip, uh, or that dream thing where I did, did that rant. When I'm ranting, I'm much harder to understand than when I'm enunciating specifically. When I'm focused on my enunciation, I'm a lot easier to understand. My views on the sport, cricket. Before you, I only watched Australia for cricket. I never really got into cricket. I played it when I was a kid, a little bit both indoor and outdoor cricket, which was kind of fun, but I much prefer soccer. I mean football. My only interaction with Smallens. Do I know of Smallens? I don't watch many streamers, but you both have great personalities and I enjoy the content. Hope you have a great night. This will be the last dinner. I don't know Smallen personally. Uh, I've only seen, seen a handful of his videos, but uh, the only interaction we've ever had was when my viewership dropped a great deal, and I was somewhat freaking out about it on Twitter. He wrote me reassuring comments, and uh, I felt overly dismissive of what he said. And uh, a day later, um, I felt guilty about it, so I DM'd him and said, Hey man, thank you for being nice to me or whatever. I'm sorry um, I was dismissive of your comments. He said, oh, no, no worries, dude, man. I'm all experiencing a downturn right now, man. Uh, things will turn around. I'm like, yeah, hopefully, man. And uh, it's our only interaction. I think he followed me on Twitter before I followed him on Twitter. Seems like a good dude. I've spoken of him highly before, but, uh, but uh, our interaction, minuscule. Do I get overwhelmed by the fame? Do I get overwhelmed by the fame? My fame is so tiny by comparison to a lot of other people, man. It's, it's, it's not something that can um, overwhelm your life, especially when it's just online fame, you know? Relative 
to the greatest levels of uh, Twitch and YouTube fame, I'm nowhere close. I am not in the highest echelons of content creation. I'm in uh, the lower tiers. I'm in the pantheon, but I'm that guy. I, I'm, I'm that one you don't know, you know? Like you look at, I mean, Dream or Saikuno or, you know, these content creators who've largely come out of nowhere and gone from a thousand viewers to 60,000 or whatever. Uh, these are the people who have that kind of fame that can either go to your head or completely overwhelm you. I suppose any amount of fame can go to a person's head, it just depends upon the person, but with my level of fame, it would be less understandable than that kind of level of fame where you, you sneeze and it becomes the highest rated clip on livestream fail, you know? Like you do something fairly insignificant, and but just because it's you, it becomes a significant thing. I can do something so amazingly funny or cool or amazing in this game and it, it won't propagate over the internet, you know? Saying all that, I don't, really, I don't think I really care that much about fame, except in the sense that I like people watching my stuff and I like hearing that my, my stuff brings people joy and entertainment and, and all that jazz. And the more famous I am, it's indicative that that other thing is occurring to a greater level of frequency. So it's less that the, the fame is the goal, but the fame is an indication that my goals are being achieved. How futuristic vehicles affect GTA. Opinion of how futuristic vehicles affect the GTA heritage. I've said before that uh, GTA has kind of moved away from the whole cops and robbers, rob banks kind of thing, get money stuff. Like when you've got orbital cannons and grand conspiracies it's less cops and robbers and more corporate espionage. It's it's a completely different kind of feel and game. GTA Online to the rest of the GTAs. The scale just continues to get more absurd. How the GTA 5 speedrunning Discord came to be. For those unaware, there is a Discord that is for all GTA speedruns, but there is a specific Discord also for GTA 5 speedrunning. I hope there aren't too many people who inadvertently go to the GTA speedrunning Discord as opposed to the GTA 5 speedrunning Discord. Occasionally some people do seem to get lost and they go there and ask questions. The GTA 5 Discord uh, for speedrunning came about many, many years ago due to the frustration of not being able to control the channel where people talked about GTA 5. What would end up happening is whenever anything about GTA 5 had to be discussed or a new strat was found or anything like that, the, the amount of runners of the other games who would pop in to give their opinion or spout nonsense or what have you would just be insane. And we didn't have the ability to make yeah, sure. new rooms. Like we had to go through levels of bureaucracy or whatever to get anything fucking done. Huge frustrations. And, and because of the barriers to doing that, it never got done. So we had like two channels to talk about GTA 5. They were always swamped by people who didn't play GTA 5. Nothing could get done. So we ended up making a, a separate Discord. The game was, even back then, too active to for it to make sense to be a, a small part of a larger Discord. Like now, in our in our own Discord, we have like 20 rooms or something for various different purposes. Music suggestion streams. Music suggestion stream. Unfortunately, with DMCA being what it is, I can't do that anymore. I feel like it's a missed opportunity now. What like when I was a smaller content creator, there was a, a day or two where like for an hour I asked people to recommend me songs and we found some good stuff. Uh, but I can't do that anymore. 
Oh no, media share can still be done. You just gotta look below to see if anything has been content ID'd in the videos. It wouldn't even be that bad to have like a music recommendation section of the Discord, but you can guarantee that Splurgs would just uh, fill it up with garbage. Being overworked and having low energy. Darkfap, I love watching your YouTube at night. Also, aren't you ever tired while streaming 24 7, 365 days? Aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I get tired. It's, it's irritating to me that having the energy that I used to have is hard. It's, it's hard to think back. I, 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 I was tired a lot back then as well, but I don't know. Maybe I've always been this way. I'm just getting old. Ah. Uh, I don't know if it's just that, man. I think it's probably a combination of no longer exercising overworking myself, not having a consistent sleeping pattern. Sometimes my Hashimoto's, like maybe I'm not regulating my, the med or whatever that I have to take correctly. Part of it can be mental, you know, feeling the grind of not succeeding. There's many things that can lead me to feeling tired that is uh, less than just, um, you know, being older. I've got myself a, well, Lisa's gonna arrive eventually, my, um, elliptical trainer. I'm ho hoping that I can force myself to just, you know, wake up every morning 20 minutes on the elliptical or whatever and then start my day. Like back in the day, I used to exercise every day. Not to any kind of insane bodybuilder kind of standards, but it would be a part of my routine to go to the gym, usually 1, 2 a.m. or whatever, do a bunch of cardio, lift a little bit of weight and then go home. Sometimes I've been done on top, which, you know, but I mean like at least I was doing something. Did I enjoy exercising? No. I have not, for a single moment in the entire history of my life, ever enjoyed exercising. I've always considered it to be a massive waste of time. I had a friend back in the day who, like, all he did was work out. Extraordinarily muscular person. Um, he said he loved it. The only time he felt alive kind of thing. There are chemicals that release in your brain that are meant to make you feel good with different kinds of exercise, but I've just never really felt that. Isn't four or five motivating chemicals or something in your brain? Endorphins? I am, I'm not educated in such things. I know I've read stuff on it, but I just can't think of it. You hate doing exercise when people can see you? Yeah, I, I was the same way, which is why I used to go at like 1 or 2 a.m. The most consistent that I ever ex exercised was when uh, my sleeping pattern was at a state where I could go early in the morning. One of the things that kept me from exercising often was, you know, annoying the, whoever I was living with by making noise. Living by myself now, although I do hate having an AM sleeping schedule or whatever, like I, I, I would be more free to go to the gym. There's 24 hour gyms at uh, that hour. But it'd be less of a time sink if I just exercised at home. As I said, I bought an elliptical machine. I do have an exercise bike, but I've always preferred ellipticals. I've always looked at basketball as one of the funnest sports for exercise, but I've never really got into the sport or had people to play with, mind you. Have I ever thought about a trampoline? No. This is literally the first time ever in the history of my life that a trampoline has ever entered my mind. I had hoped to keep up the streak of lack of trampoline thoughts for the rest of my life, and you've denied me that luxury. How dare you? How dare you? Who is Dark Viper AU? So you normally speedrun GTA 5 story? I guess there would now be people who just know me from their dream video who knew, know nothing about me. I am Dark Viper AU. I have been making GTA 5 content, primarily speedrunning stuff, for over five years. 
I might barely be in the top 10 of the most sex, the most sexy speedruns. No, the most successful speedruns. But I haven't actively speedrun GTA 5 since. It might be a year. I have been doing runs within the last year, but I've been focusing on my challenge runs of completing GTA 5 without killing anyone and completing GTA 5 without taking any damage. They've taken up a lot of my time, and in that time, I've fallen further and further down in the world record rankings. The last time I held a world record was maybe January 2019. I had the 100% world record. Prior to that point, uh, I had world records in all the categories at various different times. I am one of the people who popularized GT5 speedrunning. I am one of the OGs, but I am not... I was, I, I'm not even anywhere close to the best speedrunner right now. With that being said, I haven't really tried. It's, it's completely debatable what my times would look like if I started actively running again. Like the most popular category, Classic Percent, I haven't, I haven't PB'd in that category in like two years or something. You know, YouTube, when I said in one of the dream videos, when I talked about my history, I was sincere when I said it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes watching people get ahead of you. When you're having to focus on uh, producing content and stuff and things get in the way and you lose your world records. I would argue perhaps I took it a little bit more gracefully than, gracefully than Dream did. But yeah, that's my rough history. I still hold classic was at 11th place. <laughs> not, not being in the top 10 is... Uh, if you told me two years ago, I would I would not be in the top 10 for Classic Percent, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> but we'll get back there eventually, guys. Maybe this will be the perfect no damage run, and then I can finally get back to doing other stuff. All speedrunners to some degree share an audience. Ah, yeah, those of us who make speedrunning content on YouTube, to any, with any degree of prominence, our content gets recommended, like we, we share an audience, you know. I don't think I'm the most likable speedrunner, man. I can be a jerk sometimes to people. I'm, uh, I'm sometimes a bit bombastic or whatever. I'm, 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 I, I'm not reserved enough. I speak my mind too much. When sometimes, uh, picking my words carefully would be more beneficial to me. Speaking your mind is more respectable than putting on a face for things. There's a difference between... There are always better ways to communicate your thoughts that won't necessarily rub people the wrong way. A particular idea can be communicated in endless different ways. And the kind of people who are willing to stop, think, wait, and then make a formal response, they do a bit better than people like me, who will just fire off exactly what's on my mind at the time. But I think it's just like, the, it's the nature of how I've become, with, because I do live streaming, right? You need quick, immediate responses to anything that is being thrown at you. And I've just gotten, that, that is the thing that I now do, it is, is my, my base way of acting. Once upon a time, I was slow to respond. I, I would wait and think and respond with the exact right words that I want, but now it's just, I have to respond immediately, you know? Everything has to be so quick. Being impacted by the legislation in other countries. The first thing referenced is the new act that may make DMCA a felony in America. Um, what I think about it, it's, clearly I don't think it's a very good idea for it to be a felony to play copyrighted music without a license or whatever in a live stream or whatever the hell it is. I haven't read the specifics of the bill. All I've heard is the commentary on it. So whether the bill would actually do that, I don't know. But it does not seem like a good thing. I would hope it does not pass. There's nothing I can do to change it, whether it passes or not. Isn't it wonderful? 
that so much of what happens in America, legislatively, impacts me directly, but I have no ability to have any say over that legislation. I mean directly. My interests in regards to my business and my livelihood are represented by people in other countries that I have no ability to vote for. Can we not have just one Australian representative there to cast one vote for the entire country or something? That'd be nice. Talking about that law about criminal punishment for music, I think your influence in the American elections is greater than the influence of the average American because you influence... Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're correct. That's why I said direct. I don't have the ability to directly influence um, through voting. Given that I can reach a lot of people in America, I can change the way voters feel about any particular issue or educate them on issues that I think are important, uh, leading them to potentially vote in a way that I would consider favorable. There is repercussions to me doing that. Whether they're significant or not, I can't tell you. But for example, when I asked people to uh, vote in a way that I wanted them to in the American elections, like overtly, I said, hey, vote for this candidate. It should be obvious which one I, I chose. Um, uh, some people were mad at me for that. I consider it very much so worth it. Though. You think Americans have a better idea what it's like living in America? So because of how large America is and how varied America is, being one person in America does not give you that much of an ability to have a broad perspective on the entire country. If anything, your circumstances, your particular circumstances, bias you in favor of looking at America as entirely uh, similar to the circumstances you find yourself in. You're a biased entity looking from one perspective, where a person who isn't in America, while less motivated to gauge the entire country, at the very least isn't isn't biased from having that one particular perspective in America. You can have a more broad view. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is there are benefits and detriments to being an American trying to suss out how all of America is going. And there are benefits and detriments to being a foreigner trying to suss out how all of America is going. If anything, the the Americans probably most likely to have a reasonable broad perspective on how America is going are the people who travel a lot or have lived in multiple places or can have a feel of living in the rural versus cities and da da da. Um, certainly you'd still be biased and you'd still be only looking through your own eyes. And so it would still be important to, you know, read, research, news, studies, whatever. But what I mean is, if you're living in some small town with a thousand people in it and you live there your entire life, you don't know what the fuck's going on in America just because you live there. Like, like, come on, you know? Living in a country does not mean you are educated on that country. Isn't it illegal to tell people who to vote for? No. What are you talking about? Bri uh, to, to bribe them or to offer them some sort of, uh, what's the word, remuneration or whatever for their vote. You say, hey, I want you to vote for this guy. What are they gonna do, put you in jail? You shared an opinion as a foreigner in the prison system. Local and state elections are more important than uh, federal elections. Personally, I think it's poor form for an entertainer to encourage people to vote for someone, but that's just me. So I had this person who legitimately said that attempting to convince my audience of my own perspective is immoral, which is similar to that line of reasoning there. If I have a point of view, doing a particular thing would lead to benefit for you and for other people. I, I would feel it immoral for me to keep that information from you. I'd be like, well, I have this information about this thing you could, you could do that I feel that would benefit you, me, everyone else, society in general, the future of the human species. I'm just going to keep that shit in a box. 
Nah, you need to know that shit, man. It's all good. Like, how is that not anymore? It's, it's like watching a person careening towards a cliff and going, I think it wouldn't be a good idea for me to convince them to do otherwise. I mean, is it, is it my place? Is it my place to stop them going off the cliff? Nah. Like, how? what type of mindset is that? Certainly, I would say, if you don't consider yourself educated on a topic or attempting to manipulate people to act against their own interests, you know, attempting to influence people on either basis is, is clearly bad. But if you have... If you're a well-meaning person who believes you are at least sufficiently educated to have an idea as to what would benefit other people, and maybe you believe other people are, are less educated on this topic, attempting to educate them is a moral thing. Certainly sometimes that might lead you to, you know, leading people astray and leading them wrong. You, you just gotta, you gotta realize that is a possibility and just, you know, try your best. The alternative of just never speaking out about issues that matter is, is not better. At the end of the day, you know, you can take my opinions or not. You can listen to me or not. It's totally up to you. Is talking about politics harmful to my channel? Bring out politics and only deter away viewers. It's literally a lose-lose situation. The most watched popular content creator on Twitch last month was a guy who only talks about politics. Politics is a double-edged sword in that it can be interesting for some people, leading them to stick around. It can be boring for other people, leading them to leave. It can be... It can be you know, endearing for some people, leading them to stay. It can be offensive for others, leading them to leave. It's, it is a hard thing to know, as I've said many times, whether po speaking about issues that matter to me, it benefits me or disadvantages me in regards to my business. But as you may have noticed, I'm not business-minded in that way. I like talking about this shit. I think it makes my stream more interesting, and therefore I do it. If it was so obviously deleterious to my well-being, that, that anyone could notice that it was uh, damaging, right? Maybe, maybe then I might be more hesitant to do it, but it's not obvious. And as I've mentioned before, like speaking about before, I, I think it would be, maybe, maybe immoral is the wrong word, but it wouldn't make me feel good if I, I, I held back information that I felt would benefit other people from knowing or considering, you know? It's one of those things where when you make content, as much as I do, uh, when I stream as long as I do, and how I, I like, I watch political stuff in my my free time, like it'd be, it'd be almost impossible to completely remove it from my content in terms of talking about. It. Especially because, for those who don't know, I got my start on YouTube talking about religion, politics, and society. No joke, that was the first content I ever made. Videos specifically, overtly about that topic, those topics. Of course, my content is not dominated by that to the same degree it was back then, right? I clearly moved into gaming because I find it far more enjoyable. Discussing cheating in GTA 5 speedrunning. Hi Matthew, quick question. Is it possible to use RNG boosts on GTA to get phone calls earlier or get better cop spawns like Dream Dead on Minecraft but on GTA? No. There are certainly things you could change in the code to make things benefit you, you, but they'd be overt, like, uh, they'd be obvious once you saw them. There are certainly, so, cheating in a way that has some measurable impact in your ability to get world record, but isn't so significant that it can't get detected, seems quite hard for a GTA 5 speedrunning. Like, you could increase the speed of all your vehicles by 1%. Probably wouldn't notice. Well, actually, if it was all vehicles, there would be some missions where, like, particular slow vehicles, you could probably tell. But, like, say you did that. Your your vehicle going 1% faster is not likely going to be the determining factor to whether you, you get world record or not in a six-hour run, you know? 
it seems if cheating does occur or has occurred or will occur in GTA 5, it seems far more likely to be the more mundane cheating in regards to uh, splicing. Even that would be hard to do in a way that wasn't detectable. But that seems more likely than uh, changing something in regards to the game. The worst job that I've ever had. What is the worst job that I've ever worked at? I don't know. I've never considered any of the jobs I've had to be overwhelmingly bad. Maybe the pamphlet delivery when I was a young, young kid, just because I was younger. No, I know. When it was really, really hot and I had to deliver pamphlets. And back then with all the flyers, like I'd just be covering them, covered in flyers in the summer. But of course these days, because of um, pesticides, I, uh, what was, I, I'm not gonna say specific numbers, but the amount of bugs in Australia has massively declined. I had uh, anecdotally noticed that there were far fewer bugs compared to when I was a kid. I never communicated these thoughts, because I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it might just be because, you know, just I'm, I'm inside more, just don't notice as much. And then my dad, we were talking on the face, oh, I saw this report recently, they're talking about how all the, the bugs are gone. All these pesticides. I, as I say, maybe I shouldn't be repeating it, because it's not something I've looked into too deeply. I, I do hear in passing sometimes people mention things like the bugs are being harmed and da-da-da. But yeah, back then, hordes of flies were just awful. Do I like Philip DeFranco? Do I like Philip DeFranco? Yes. Philip DeFranco over the years has... He's had different, call it generations of his content. In, in some generations, he's been really, really fence city. Like, holy shit. Like, if, if there was like a bill about burning children, he'd be like, well, there's a lot of strong arguments in favor or against the burning of children. I'm not really sure where I sit on this particular topic audience. You guys tell me about it down below in chat. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, I mean, at least say something, but but that, that was a different, like, he's not that way now. He, he is far more honest about his own opinions. He is, at the end of the day, just a news aggregator, but he seems to be a pretty good one. But certainly in years past, he, he just came off so disingenuous because he would be so hesitant to say anything that might ostracize any single person. As I say, he's not that way now. I, I'm just saying, I've, I've always watched his content. I've watched his content since I was in high school. But at different points in time, I've liked his content to a greater or lesser degree. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.